0: and not in attending the One right Church. Let's get started. Hey, Scott. How you doing, Mark? Good. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I had a conversation with a friend, and he brought up doctrine. And that was a word that was used a lot out at Followers, and I thought we would talk about doctrine today. Does that sound like an exciting topic?
1: I don't know what to say about that. (laughs) Uh, I don't really get invited to talk about doctrine very often. You don't? No, it's not. uh, It's not a kind of thing that just comes up in conversations. Yeah. Now you might talk about, you know, what it is you believe, but the topic of doctrine just. Yeah. Not very often.
0: Yeah. It it was, it was talked about a lot. It was the thing that people divided over a lot at followers. Mm -hmm. Um, It was something that. I didn't even realize it, but when I came out of there and looking for a church, I, as I'm thinking, but I remember looking for a church that taught the right doctrine. I mean, that that was just part of my language that I used. I, I think I remember hearing you say something <laughs> like that, actually. Yeah, you probably do. Um, so I, I thought it would probably be worth just, even just defining the the term, so that people know what we're talking about. We well, probably should. And, I mean, yeah.
1: did, did you have something that you meant by it when you said that to me when I first met you?
0: Yeah. So what I meant, it was kind of an all encompassing thing. And and really in my mind, when I used the word, it meant that you had to have everything right. Like you had to have the answers to every question that, that there might be. And, and it was kind of a, all-encompassing thing it wasn't really? individual doctrine so
1: doctrine was the one right church yeah if you were right you were you were, that was doctrinal yeah um interesting yeah because doctrine um i you know, just as a word means teaching or you know you could probably substitute and say that it's my belief or my belief in the teaching. So it's my connection with what is taught and whether I buy it or not. And so it's my doctrine if I believe it, right. My, if I believe Mm -hmm. the teaching. So that I think is what you're, you're getting at is our, am I, you know, am I personally believing what is um, true or what is taught? Right. Right. And you're saying that that meant, everything. In other words, all of the potential doctrines, because I I use plural because really there is a doctrine, you know, when you're talking about it generally, you, you, that's, that is a kind of a religious word doctrine, right? Uh, but I could have a doctrine. People do talk about doctrine of war Mm. or you, I could have a doctrine that, you know, this is my teaching and belief that you should drive according to the traffic rules. Um, so there are all kinds of doctrines, but that's not really what we're talking about. We're really, well, except that when we're talking about doctrine, we're talking about some level of teaching that I believe right now I use the word doctrines because there are a lot of doctrines and I would, I would probably never think that doctrine is all encompassing, right? See, I have a doctrine of, um, let me say my doctrine of creation. Okay. So there are things I believe about how the world came into being. Yeah. That, um, I'm, I might not be right about.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'll just start with one that I might not be right about. And so, um, what that means is that it, it's a teaching about creation, and so there are there are like a, hundreds of teachings about creation, right? Right. And so, the doctrine that I'm talking about it for instance is how long is it? You know, is a day twenty four hours, or is a day right. a long period, or is it, was there something happened before the days, or right? Each one of those. I mean, your doctrine of creation is what you believe. About creation. So, which one of those things do you believe? Right. Okay.
0: Um, so, could I interrupt you yeah. there? for just, So, you gave an example of something because you said you might not be right about it. So, in my experience with this, it makes you nervous. When it? You, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> in my experience with this, something like that, you would state what the doctrine is. You would say, This is what I believe about it. Okay. Therefore, it's true. And anyone who disagrees with me is wrong. That's my experience in the church setting okay, with well, doctrine. Well,
1: first of all, that's not what doctrine means. Is right. that I'm right and everybody else is wrong? Right. That's not the word doctrine. Right. I mean, the doctrine just means the teaching that I believe. Now, right. um, all the other things that you just imported in there, like mm-hmm. I'm right and you're wrong, right. is uh, that isn't doctrine? That's I don't know, pride maybe that yeah. I'm you know that I somehow have the corner on it. Now, it is my ongoing pursuit to be more and more clear about what I believe. It's my ongoing pursuit to be better able to say, this is, this is what I believe and why. Yeah. And if I can get there, then I have a doctrine that is worth holding.
0: Right. If
1: I have a, I mean, I have doctrines that I never even thought about that somehow. I grew up with or came to. I don't know why I hold them. Right. That's not much of a doctrine, then. See. Right. So essentially, the to to think about doctrine is to grow into being able to state what you believe and explain why you believe it. And I mean, that's part of the. That's part of what I had to do was come up going uh, in in school and then at an ordination council, say, this is what I believe. So I had a doctrinal, personal doctrinal statement that then I had to defend, so I had to say, this is why I believe it. And there were people who disagreed with me, I, even at the thing, even at the ordination council. They didn't like me, what I said, but but their their concern was, where did I get that doctrine from, and could I give any kind of a reasonable answer for why it should be? something that anyone would believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean the the what do you believe is a doctrine, the why you believe it is you know also of very high importance, shall we say.
0: Right. And that's where I I mean the very first episode of this podcast, that's where I ran into trouble at followers was okay, I've learned I've learned what we believe, but now tell me why we believe it and that's where that's where all the trouble was. So the doctrine just became, I don't I don't know how to even say it. It became like the facts. It was the result of the teaching. It wasn't the teaching itself. It was, these are the things we believe, and we don't question them. So it almost got past, they weren't teachings you anymore. Sort of, you
1: sort of skipped over the, why do you believe it? Yeah, and, you and don't straight, even ask. Straight to the, this is the thing I believe. Yeah. Without being able to say why I believe it, right? Um, so, I mean, that's still a doctrine, right? But if you can't say why you believe it, it's just not a very good one. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I say that about things I believe. That yeah, I'm not. There's no pointing fingers. This is just. Yeah, that's just the nature of this conversation about doctrine. Is sure. I need to, I need to not only know what I believe, but why I believe it. Right, which makes uh, the doctrine matter. I mean, some of the reason. I mean, Jesus. Well, I suppose you should think that Jesus was big into doctrine. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he he accused actually the, the religious leaders and uh, just said this: people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So what people had done was to take whatever it was that God had said, give their own spin on it. And then people didn't believe what God said. They believed what, how people spun yeah. it Yeah, there and that, um, yeah, that wasn't, Jesus didn't like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so. what that did was move people further away from him. He said, your hearts are far from me. So yeah, that, exactly. That the, draws you away from the Lord instead of drawing you to him right the effect yeah. of not knowing
1: why you believe it or believing it because someone told you it yeah is that is a distancing technique yeah from jesus yeah you know rather than going to the scriptures to f- figure out what it is you believe yeah yeah um <laughs> you know so so the the criteria for belief is or criteria for doctrine is one of the things that I think it's worth uh, at least pausing to think about because it doesn't matter if I disagree with you. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Unless what matters is do I have a better reason
0: than you have?
1: Right. Really? I mean, it's not just the thing it's, do I have a better reason for believing it than you have for believing what you believe? Yeah. And if I have a better reason, then, um, I'm good. If I don't have a good reason, then I should probably figure it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> again, kind of the, the sticking point for me was when I started to insist that we look to the Bible for why we believe what we believe, uh, That's where um, that's where I really was met with the most resistance was... If if I wanted to open the Bible to talk to somebody about why do we believe this, mm-hmm. they didn't want to do that. They just wanted to say this is what we've been taught, and so it's exactly that
1: teaching is teaching doctrine. Men. The yeah, commandments. Men, do you? I mean, do you have uh, do you, Second or Second Timothy three sixteen? Do you know?
0: Yeah, Second Timothy three sixteen. Okay,
1: yeah, Second Timothy three sixteen talks about the source of your doctrine or the criteria by which you would develop this belief or this doctrine.
0: Yeah. In the KJV, it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works.
1: Okay. So, so I mean the scripture itself says that the source of doctrine Needs to be yeah. the scriptures, God breathed them, or they were inspired, or God breathed, yeah, so that uh, you might develop your doctrine from the scripture, yeah, and have a good reason for believing it, yeah, which is what you know we have in the um, in the book of Acts. The uh, the Bereans were some, they mm-hmm. were from a town called Berea. I mean, that's how you get to be a Berean doesn't really matter, yeah, but they um it says these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica so just the place they lived and the reason they considered them more noble is they received the word with all eagerness examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so yeah and so they they recognized we have some criteria by which we will evaluate these doctrines yeah and it wasn't just that they took what was taught or told to them they searched the scriptures to see if they could you know, from the scriptures, pull out those beliefs. And so the criteria was the scriptures again. So,
0: Yeah, that's, and I love that verse because they're talking about hearing the word with all eagerness. And then, so they're hearing preaching, and then they're going and looking to see if what they're hearing is true. And it's just so different from, from what I was used to because Mm -hmm. it was whatever. And it it was rumors by the time I was around of what was preached. You know, Mm -hmm. I never heard any preaching, but this is what was preached from the pulpit. This is what Walter said, or this is what the elders said. And, and it was all, and you don't dare go search the scriptures to question them. You, You don't dare go look to see if what they said were true. Of course they're true was kind of the, the impression that I got.
1: And, uh, well, so two things here, with what I just read in, in Acts 17, um, Paul didn't get a free pass. Right. Paul, the right. apostle Paul did not right. get a free pass. Right. And I I think, you know, that's kind of what Jesus was getting at. You could probably say Jesus didn't get a free pass. Yeah. So why would you give any other preacher a free pass? Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter if what they say comes from the Bible. It does matter. It matter for Jesus. It mattered for Paul. Yeah, it probably matters. And so uh, that's that's kind of the obligation that before I claim it as doctrine, I I need to be able to figure out how does it come from the Scripture.
0: Yeah. yeah uh, otherwise,
1: I mean, this otherwise it's what it talks about in um, Ephesians chapter four. Where it it talks about uh, really well, um, there are shepherds and teachers who equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So there is teaching or doctrine is the same, essentially same root word. Teach you know teach and doctrine you can for the most part interchange them in a version or in um, in the scripture. So it's related to doctrine. It says, for the building of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of faith and, and the knowledge of the Son of God. So the purpose of the teaching is so you get to know Jesus, and the church becomes mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So we're becoming like Jesus so that we might no longer be children tossed to and fro by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. And so we're we're um, we don't want to be carried around with every idea. So we have to sink our roots down and figure out: Is this coming from the scriptures? Is this the source of this doctrine? Yeah, solid or healthy.
0: Yeah, I I love that you said the solid or he- because the way that verse was used a lot. That that verse was used a lot in conversations in discussions with. People at followers, and it was, um, it was used in a way to say that if people are looking, if they are studying the word and trying to figure out why they believe what they believe, mm-hmm. and then they come out and have a conversation, well, I think I think it's actually saying this, and they've changed their mind from something, and then they learn more, and then they change their, they adjust, and they, that became being, back, you know turned back tossed and forth and with th- every wind of doctrine. And I, I, the, the source point of, it's like whatever you believed first, you just got to stick with it. You you can't be yeah. tossed around from it.
1: But the, the, the tossing around uh, with regard to doctrine is, do I hear somebody say this, A? Yeah. Then, oh, I hear person, another person say B. Yeah. Oh, is it A or B? I don't yeah. know. Flip and flop. I going yeah. go back and forth or see, oh, there's another person saying another thing. And right. I think the, the idea is rather than trust what this person says or this person says or this person says, it's it's like, okay, let's let's throw anchor down there so we're not getting blown around and yeah. latch onto something solid. Yeah. Would be the would be the I think the prescription. Yeah. So that we do what the Brians did in search of scriptures or we yeah. say all scriptures God breathed and is profitable for doctrine. Yeah. And yeah. that's where we get it. And that keeps us from being blown around. Otherwise, it doesn't, you know, it really doesn't matter if Walter said it or John MacArthur said it or yeah. Richard Nixon said it or Abraham Lincoln said it or
0: Yeah. It doesn't matter. Who
1: doesn't or yeah. Jonathan Edwards. I mean, I'm gonna go to I mean, how does this help me see more clearly what God said in the Bible? Right. Really. And that's where my doctrine comes from.
0: Yeah. And I think part of the point I'm making is I just don't, that verse doesn't mean you can't change your mind. That's not what that verse means because I've, I found out that the, the initial doctrine that I had, the initial beliefs that I had were not right. That's, and so then what do you, what do you do? I I did change, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I had to do that. I had to say, what i have believed up until now is wrong mm-hmm. and now i'm trying to figure this out i'm trying to figure out what is right but i'm doing that in the bible not not based off of what people are telling well, me. well i anymore. i think
1: your your point about your starting your starting point it was a good one that yeah. that if you if everyone simply assumed that what they started off thinking was always right yeah you'd first of all, you'd never learn anything. Yeah. And second of all, you'd stay wrong your whole life. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, our, 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 grandsons are over and I was and they're taking off school to be at our place while their mom and dad are gone. So I, I was giving them a hard time. Like you what you're, you're not in school. We, we gotta do some school here. So let's do some math. Uh, you know, and we'd do something easy. I said, what's two plus two or what's two plus three? I don't know. I know two plus two. He's just like first grade or kindergarten. Yeah. I know two plus two. Okay. Uh, well then let's, let's see if we can add to that. So we'll get two plus three. And then he'd take a guess. Wasn't right. Yeah. Okay. Does he, Is he then obligated to keep that wrong answer forever?
0: <laughs> right. No.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, we do that. We, we say, no, of course not with math. Cause you can figure that out. Yeah. Hello, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, is the same thing. You're not gonna, you're not gonna stay where you started,
0: right? Um, right. Yeah, and a lot of that is that is the fear for it was for me for a long time, and it, it's the um, when when your fear is that you have been taught the right thing your whole life, it's all you've ever been taught, and then you hear something new or you read something different, then those verses like in in First Timothy where he talks about you know, to be aware of others who teach a different doctrine. You, It's easy to say that that means different than the one I first heard.
1: Right. And the measure and, of that doctrine, again, this is Apostle Paul saying that, right? The yeah. Measure, and he's the one that the Bereans had to check out because yeah. they weren't sure about him. Even he is saying, yeah. you know, if you're going to be careful of a different doctrine, you need to go back to the original source. You don't yes. go back to a teaching or somebody else, you go back to what, to the original source. Right. Because it's all scriptures, God breathed and right. it's profitable for doctrine.
0: Yeah. 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 I just, when, when I was thinking about doctrine and like a, a church's doctrinal statement, for example, and with it being like the idea of it being all encompassing, which I, I just had a misconception about that, that, but I was looking for that church that hit Every single one of those had to be exactly right. What, agree with you? Yeah did they, they have had to, to, yeah, did they have to agree with you, or did they have to,
1: like, you know, again, be as close to the scripture as you could get and be able to explain this is how we understand the scripture? Yep. Now that, because those are different things, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Whether they, for sure, where they initially agreed with you, Yeah. or because they could, you know, if really, if you disagree with me, Mm-hmm. We can say, "This is the way I understand the Scripture, though, and it's as, this is the best I can do." Right. I mean, and it's it's unclear enough that you and I disagree. I mean, I can give you a little grace on that if yeah. y- if you can do the work to say, "Here's how I get back to the Scripture on
0: it." Yeah. Uh, if you can't, then we have a different. Then right. we better have a different conversation. Right. And what are, what are you basing your doctrine on then? Yes. And that's that's really. That's really the most important thing. So it's I your belief, it's, and it's
1: your criteria for your belief. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think so. Yeah,
0: what are you basing that on? So, yeah. Well, I think, I think the most important thing. I mean, obviously, what we're going to say on this podcast is that you do uh, base your belief on the scriptures; that they are the ultimate authority over, over any man.
1: Well, and what? Um, and, and so I, again, I would, I wouldn't say this against. The one right church, right, or for a one right church. I'm not claiming necessarily to be the one right church, or to say it has to believe. you have to agree with my church. I'm saying, you know, again, your criteria for belief is not what somebody said. It's not a church. It's not even, a, even in our statement of faith in our church constitution, we say the the final authority for our statement of faith is the scripture, not what's printed on this paper. Right. It it represents our best effort to get back there. Yeah. But so, I mean, you, somehow you just have to make those connections in your own heart and mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, I think the one of the hymns that I think we sang probably the most, I would think, it's the one I remember at least from oh, nice. a young kid, but uh, Standing on the Promises. I, I c- remember c- it. You never sang it sitting down, I'll bet. No, yeah, well, no, we did some. Did we you? did. Yeah. yeah, you
1: can't sing this song sitting down.
0: When we, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's well, how not, it was when I was growing up. I'm not going to sing it, so we're in luck. Okay, I'm just well, going to we'll read stay it. Stay sitting then. But um, yeah, so I'll just read a couple. The second and fourth verses. The second verse says, "Standing on the promises that cannot fail, when the howling storms of doubt and fear assail, by the living word of God I shall prevail." Standing on the promises of God. And that's really the, the whole point is the, the word of God will prevail over anything else, over fears about being tossed back and forth from doctors as you're trying to figure it out, all that stuff. It, if you just go to the Bible and read the promises of God, then you, mm-hmm. you will prevail. And, and then it says, standing on the promises, I cannot fall listening every moment to the Spirit's call, resting in my Savior as my all in all, standing on the promises of God. And I think that scripture you brought up earlier about um, where we were talking about it being something that takes you away from Jesus, the going toward the the commandments of men, uh, and you worship me with your mouths, but your hearts are far from me. We we want people to through the Bible and through God's revelation in the Bible to be closer to Jesus, not not further away, wrapped up in whatever beliefs that, that they might have. It's uh it's his promises that are gonna be uh how we prevail. So Definitely. yeah. All right. Well thanks for explaining doctrine to us today. Well, i I, I, I took a big <laughs> swing. I hope there you know it helps. All right. Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at com. And for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.